Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Journey to Grateful podcast, a podcast helping us understand the process of loss and grief with the help of real people who are living and growing through it. I'm your host, Tim Begonia, and this is show number 90. Through this show, we will examine what we've discovered through our grief journey, share with you our processes, experiences through the podcast, the blog, and on my social media channels while building a community, an actual family that is searching for a better understanding of what grief is, how it affects us going forward, and how best to navigate this difficult path. I invite you to join the community on Facebook and Instagram, subscribe to the podcast, and find quick links to do both over at journeytograteful.com. It's time for me to ask you to help me in this mission. As you are listening to this very podcast and finding value in what I share, I ask that you share an episode and the podcast with someone you feel may benefit from listening as well. And in addition, to help more people find this show, please consider rating and reviewing the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The only way to grow this show and reach more people is through your help. As you grieve, I'm sure you found value in a support system of family and friends to help you along the way. Let us all together reach out and do what we can to help others locate a resource such as this podcast to help support them through their growth with grief. In today's episode, I'd like to focus on a passage which I know we all can stand to hear a bit more than once. Whether you have lost someone close, distant, or only know someone who has lost somebody, perhaps you have been fortunate enough even to not have the experience of loss in your repertoire of life. This message is pertinent no matter who you are, and it fits whatever season of life you currently find yourself within. But for my friends who are on their path with grief, I ask that you listen intently with your heart as well as your mind, because I know that dark clouds can sometimes dim your perspective on your life at this moment. And you need to know and understand the sun is there. It's simply behind the clouds. So let's dive into the show. begin this episode, I'd like to read you a poem I've recently discovered online when someone else shared it for the very same reason I've chosen to do so here, because it's simply quite wonderful. It speaks to me during this season of my grief, and for that matter, I believe it can speak to you for your season of life, no matter if you are dealing with grief or not. Although this initially came with no title or author, I later discovered it was written by Catriona Lowry. After a bit more digging, I believe the title may have simply been Barely the Day Started. However, I'd like to personally change that title a little bit, and I would rather title it Leaving Nothing for Later, as I feel it speaks more directly to its specific message. And here it is. Barely the day started and it's already six in the evening. Barely arrived on Monday and it's already Friday. And the month is already over. And the year is almost over. And already 40 
50, or 60 years of our lives have passed, and we realize that we lost our parents, friends, and we realize it's too late to go back. So let's try, despite everything, to enjoy the remaining time. Let's keep looking for activities that we like. Let's put some color in our gray. Let's smile at the little things in life that put balm in our hearts. And despite everything, we must continue to enjoy with serenity this time we have left. Let's try to eliminate the afters. I'm doing it after. I'll say after. I'll think about it after. We leave everything for later, like after is ours. Because what we don't understand is that afterwards, the coffee gets cold. Afterwards, priorities change. Afterwards, the charm is broken. Afterwards, health passes. Afterwards, the kids grow up. Afterwards, parents get old. Afterwards, promises are forgotten. Afterwards, the day becomes the night. Afterwards, life ends. And then it's often too late. So, let's leave nothing for later. Because still waiting to see you later, we can lose the best moments, the best experiences, the best friends, the best family. The day is today. The moment is now. So going forward in this episode, I'd like to refer back to certain passages and touch on what they mean to me. One such is this. And despite everything, we must continue to enjoy with serenity this time we have left. Now this sentiment is common, but often shared with us through well-intentioned people in our lives in a much less eloquent manner. They usually ask, perhaps, when will we move on? Personally, that question is like nails on a chalkboard. However, I believe the intention is actually a caring one. Bear with me here. The passage says, we must continue to enjoy this time that we have left. And although that is suggesting we move on, it is saying it in such a more positive way, one of which is far more palatable because its message here is not to forget what we've lost, but instead reminding us we should not waste a moment of our life ever again. Because we have a unique perspective on life, which others who have not experienced loss might We understand how precious life truly is, how fleeting each moment can be, and how often we take for granted life. So I strongly suggest that we not focus on some who may push us to move on, quote-unquote, but to understand any sentiment such as this is telling us what we already know. You have a life to live live it. We can do that and miss someone at the very same time. We can honor and celebrate them in the best way we know, by living, by doing, by building, 
and shaping and discovering ways to smile once again. Understanding there will be clouds in the sky at times when the sun is blocked, our heart aches a bit extra, and the sorrow seems to overcome us, but we have something our loved one no longer does. We have the choice to live. So choose to live for them. Choose to thrive for you. Now next, I'd like to focus on this next passage. Let's try to eliminate the afters. We leave everything for later, like after is ours. That last piece is most important for me. What it is saying is, we always seem to mistakenly believe tomorrow is guaranteed. You and I both know that it is not. As we might suggest to others to cherish what they have and do things now with the ones that you love. I believe we, in our grief, see, we tend not to take our own advice. What am I saying here? Specifically, I'd like us all to focus on the last half of the message this poem offers. Let's leave nothing for later. We, of all people, understand that all too often later never arrives. Meanwhile, we missed chances. Chances at happiness. Chances at memories. Chances at something we've worked for. Things we've longed for. And moments we have lived our entire life for. Bottom line here is twofold. First, live. Find a way, dig deep, begin to walk that path once again. I'm certain my late wife Colleen would want me to. And I will go out on a limb and suggest your loved one would want the same thing for you. And I think you know that deep inside. You don't need me to tell you that to truly know it. You just need someone like me to remind you to listen to it deep inside you. And second, don't waste a moment on later. Later robs you of ever, which can easily turn into never. So before I close out this episode, I'd like to repeat something I shared with you in the last episode. Not because I can't find anything better to say, but because of its impression it has left on me, and the impact I hope it can have on you. I had heard an incredible comment by actor Tom Hiddleston, and here's what he had to say. We all have two lives. The second begins when we realize we only have one. We only have one. Let's leave nothing for later just in case later never arrives. I'd like to remind you that the Journey to Grateful podcast cannot exist without your help in listening and sharing. So know I am grateful for you and your support right here, right now. I encourage you to stop by the community on social media and let your voice be heard. Share your story and join my mission in helping others through grief. Over at journeytograteful.com slash community, you will find ways to join in the conversation and make a difference with your story and what you've learned yourself. 
While you're on the site, sign up for my bi-monthly newsletter designed to provide you inspiration and motivation. And if you would like a more personal connection, I invite you to connect with me via email, tim at journeytograteful.com. But let's not stop there. Please call me, leave me a voicemail, or simply text me whatever you'd like to share. The phone number is 262-298-2428. That's 262-298-CHAT. Lastly, I need you to consider stepping up and helping me to build this community, broaden my reach, and support my mission by reviewing this show and telling others why you listen. I've provided for you a leave a review button on the journeytograteful.com homepage and podcast page. Your support of this podcast through your comments is a powerful, powerful thing you can do for this entire community, and I would appreciate it. As I close out this episode, my hope is for this quote by Cassandra Clare will allow you to contemplate this fact. Although you have experienced a great loss, there are other aspects of your loss which still can provide for hope in your life today. And she writes, We are all the pieces of what we remember. We hold in ourselves the hopes and fears of those who love us. As long as there is love and memory, there is no true loss. Thank you again, my friends, for joining me today. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode or any previous episodes. And for those who are walking on their path with grief, I hope you find a way to walk confidently on your journey to grateful. Bye-bye.